friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Hooker Girls podcast. Maddie here, and I'm hosting solo as Emma takes on her finals this week. And because of that, I just kind of wanted to do a little bit of a different episode. So I'll walk you guys through it. As I'm sure you've seen by now, the title of this week's podcast is Hooga for the Holidays, which I thought was fitting for a couple of reasons. And the first being that I wanted to discuss some ways that Hooga naturally occurs throughout the holiday season. So some things that may take away from you achieving Hooga and maintaining a sense of Hooga, how to work against those sudden distractions, and just how to be, I guess, happy for the holidays, if you will. And the second is because it's somewhat a play on words of the phrase home for the holidays. So this week, I really wanted to do more of a personal reflection on how being home for the holidays varies from year to year and how it has changed for me over the years. And I thought this could be somewhat applicable for you guys just because I know a lot of you are in college or right out of college. And so you're kind of in that young adult generation. It's kind of a weird thing when you go home for the holidays and you're back under your parents' roof and you're back with your old high school friends or um, hometown friends or whatever it may be. So I just kind of wanted to switch things up a little bit and get a little bit more personal with you guys this week. Don't worry, I will be pulling quotes from a book, which I will talk about in a little bit. But yeah, that's kind of the gist of this episode. But to start it off, let's kick it off with my high, low, and excitement for the upcoming week. So I'll go ahead and start with my low so we can end on a high note. My low for this week has just been that no one's really home, which is kind of what I'm going to discuss in a little bit. All of my high school friends aren't really back from school yet, and my college friends are obviously all over the country. So I've just kind of been doing the same thing every day. So that's yoga, hanging out with family, watching movies, just kind of chilling, which isn't bad by any means, but I'm just a very go, go, go kind of person. And so it's kind of weird to not have anything that I have to do. So I'm just super excited for my friends to get home. But going off of that, my high is that my only true responsibilities are applying for study abroad and working on the podcast, which has been super nice. I'm working for my aunt's boutique, which is kind of a digital thing, and I do that throughout the school year, so I'm still doing that. So I don't have a, quote, like, nine-to-five job. I don't work at, like, a coffee shop or any of that, like I know a lot of my friends do over break. So those are kind of my only responsibilities right now, which is really nice because I never allow myself the time to just chill out and... I, my body needed it. I think I slept until 11 on Monday, which is unheard of for me. I'm usually up by 8.30 at the latest. So it's just been nice to kind of chill. So I'm most excited for the upcoming week because I'm going to New York City this weekend. So my mom and I went this last year, this past year, around the same time of the year, and we had so much fun. We saw the Rockettes. We saw Broadway shows. We shopped. We just had a girls' trip. And so this year, my mom surprised me and told me, a month or so ago that we were going back to New York, which I'm super excited about because New York is just so festive and Christmassy this time of year, so I'm super excited to go and we leave this upcoming Sunday. So when next week's episode is out, actually, I'll be in the Big Apple, which is kind of exciting. So that will be a little bit pre-recorded with Emma, but it'll be fun. So that's just kind of an overview of my past and upcoming week. And if you didn't notice, all of those things are somewhat pertaining to being home for the holidays, which is the perfect transition into the meat of this meat of this week's episode. So let's just dive right into it. So being home for the holidays means a couple of different things. It means seeing people that you don't typically see, spending a whole lot of time with family, whether that be family dinners, family events, family movie nights just living under the same roof as family or being in a family's house that you haven't been in so long. And with that comes a bunch of different trials and tribulations, but also a lot of good. So I feel like Huga is a really good time um, for the holidays because it's something that you can kind of hone in on and you can 
find hygge within yourself, but also around you. So still do those little things that you do each and every day, like meditating, reading, journaling, going on Pinterest and looking up inspirational things and really start to implement those ideas and intentions into your life now because those are most likely going to be your New Year's resolutions for the upcoming year. I can't believe that January 1st is less than a month away. That's absolutely insane to me. And we will do another podcast episode on our resolutions, what we think about resolutions, what we think about goals, all that jazz. But basically what I'm saying is that you have all these goals and intentions, so start them now and don't let family get in, get in the way of it. Don't let being home get in the way of it. I hear so often, oh, I'll start after the holidays. I'll eat better after the holidays. I'll work out after the holidays. Kind of jumpstart it. Get started now and keep persisting and pushing through. So also with being home for the holidays, at least for me, there's this different kind of feeling around it. I almost feel like I'm a different person here than I am in Denver, and I feel like that was something that was really hard for me in all my friendships and relationships and everything is because they're both versions of me. So I don't know if you guys have seen the movie um, Sweet Home Alabama, but it's about a girl who goes back to Alabama for the first time in like 10 years or something, and she is a big shot in New York City and basically really cheesy movie, 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's like a rom-com so cute, so funny, just very lighthearted. But there's a quote from the movie that says, New York fits, but then I come down here and this fits too. And I think that that's very applicable. I think that that's very normal to fit in in multiple places, to have lives in different places, to have friends in different places, to kind of have this version of yourself that morphs and evolves based on who you're around and who you're with and where you are. I think that's totally normal. And something that's hard for me is when I come back to Charleston versus Denver, I kind of morph back into this person that I was in high school. I'm a little bit more insecure and not as confident in myself. I feel the need to reach out to people that I haven't talked to in a year or so just because we have nothing in common or we don't really have anything in our lives that overlap anymore, but just because I'm home and I'm alone and I want the company, I force myself to reach out to them. And that's not to say that If you're a friend listening to this and I reached out to you this year, that's not at all why. This year I've actually been a lot more specific and intentional with reaching out to people and people that I really want to spend my time with because regardless of whether or not I'm here or I'm in Denver, my time is still my time. So if I wouldn't take the time out of my life in Colorado to go see these people, if these people aren't directly benefiting me, then why would I take time out of my life here? Just because I don't have school or just because I don't have other friends to hang out with, it's still the same time. So I think it's very important to make an intentional effort of who you surround yourself with. And I think that for me, it is a little bit easier to morph back into this high school persona, if you will. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because like the movie quote says, Denver fits, but this fits here also. So it's just... It's one of those things where you have to find this balance and you have to know who you are at your core so that that follows you to wherever you are. So yeah, you might have a little bit of a Southern twang when you're in the South, or you might have a little bit of a Northern accent when you go back home to the North for Christmas or whatever it may be, you're still you. You might have certain tendencies that you have around your family that you don't necessarily have around your friends. That's completely normal. And I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things where you have to be mindful of it, but you also can't be harsh on yourself. You can't be hard on yourself and think, my gosh, who am I? What am I doing with my life? Blah, 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 blah. 
it's not worth it. So that kind of brings me to a book that I'm going to be talking about through the course of this episode. It's going to be probably a shorter episode just because I am home and I want to spend time with my family. And this is just kind of a me dropping in, talking to you guys for a little bit. But I wanted to discuss some things from the book You Are a Badass Every Day by Jen Sincero. And I've read the book How to Be a Badass, also by the same author. author. Wow, I can't speak. And absolutely incredible books. I love them. This one is specifically more of a coffee table book, I would say. It's little sections and little quotes and just kind of things that you can read each and every day. It's not chapters like the other book is. But I actually really enjoy it. I read it um, cover to cover probably three weeks ago, and then I reread it cover to cover last week, which I don't think is how you're supposed to read it, but I just love it. I love gaining that knowledge and understanding, and it makes me think about things in a little bit of a different way. So there are two sections specifically that I'm going to talk about. Also, if you guys want to check this book out, would recommend you can get it on Amazon, support your local bookstores. That's what I did in a smaller bookstore in Colorado. Okay, enough about the book. I'll stop rambling. But the title of the book is You Are a Badass Every Day, How to Keep Your Motivation Strong, Your Vibe High, and Your Quest for Transformation Unstoppable. And I absolutely love that. So this is just kind of the summary of the book, and I'm going to kind of transition it back into what I was talking about. But the summary is, for anyone who has ever had trouble staying motivated while trailblazing towards badassery, you are about us every day is the companion you need to keep a fresh, focused, mighty, and driven lifestyle. In 100 exercises, reflections, and cues that can you can use to immediately realign your mind and keep your resolve unwavering, this guide will show you how to turn the breakthroughs catalyzed by Sincero's iconic books, You Are a Badass and You Are a Badass Making Money, into real results. Owning your power is the first step in creating the life that you desire and you deserve. So I love that. It's basically a self-help book, just like all of the other books. And I wanted to take a couple sections from it and talk to you guys. So I just wanted to give this author credit because these are not my words. Um, they're theirs. But like I was saying, it's very easy to come back into your hometown, come back into your childhood house, even just be with your family and kind of morph back into this person that you were when you lived under the roof, that you were in high school. And sometimes that's not the best feeling because then people ask you, oh, well, what are you majoring in? Or if you just graduated, what are you doing? What job are you working at? Are you dating anyone? Um, how about this friend? And they bring up people from your past that you don't necessarily talk to anymore or not even had a falling out with. They just, you fade. And that's the thing is that friendships fade in and out of your life. People say all the time, friends are here for a reason, sometimes for a season, sometimes for a lifetime. And I believe that that's 150% true. I think that that's something that people often tend to forget. So sometimes when you come home for the holidays, people can say, oh, well, what about this boyfriend? What about this best friend? And you're like, oh, well, it's not my boyfriend anymore. Oh, this isn't my best friend anymore. And then you almost feel like you have to explain yourself. Or with a job, oh, I actually am not doing this anymore. I decided to pursue this career. And for me, at least, it makes me kind of question what I'm doing with my life. And that sometimes is a good feeling because it it stimulates a thought process that makes me think and makes me motivated to continue in the direction that I'm in. But sometimes it can be disabling in a sense, and it can make you kind of start to waver off track and kind of make you feel weird about where your life is and wonder 
what exactly you are doing with your life. So these are in the words of Jin Sincero. And it says, contrary to popular belief, it's not as important to know exactly what you want to do with your life as it is to know what makes you feel good. We tend to put more importance on logical thinking, making lists, on having a plan that's all mapped out and reasonable and shin shape, ship shape. While all of that is good, we sometimes plan our lives without making a priority of letting ourselves be, do, and have the things that bring us joy. Our brains have been in the spotlight for so long, we've lost touch with and learned to mistrust this other, more intuitive side of ourselves. Practice paying attention to how different people, thoughts, places, ideas, things, the vision of your achieved goals, songs, activities, food, clothing make you feel, and let the good feelings guide you through your day. Imagine that your brain was removed from your body and that all you had to use to make your everyday decisions were your feelings. No logical thinking. No memories of how things are or what they'll turn out to be. No judgments or fears that'll make you look like an idiot, disappoint someone, or break something and to gently prop it back up and hope no one notices or guesses that you were the one who broke it. How would that change things for you? And I just really like that because sometimes it's so easy to put aside our feelings and do things because we should be doing them, because our parents are telling us to do them, because our friends are persuading us to do these things. And I feel like it's almost a unhealthy thought cycle that we kind of get into and a lot of times it stems from someone initially planting that seed and that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying you're home for the holidays someone's asking what you're doing if you love your new job if you love your school if you love your major if you love your friends if you're still with this person whatever it may be and it kind of plants that seed and then you start questioning do I love my job do I love my major do I love my school well yeah, my job's okay, but it could be better. Or my school's okay, but it could be better. Or, oh, my friends and I aren't really as close this year as we were last year. And you start to compare your life, one to others, but even worse to your past self. And you absolutely cannot compare your life to your past self because you are constantly evolving. You're constantly changing. I did a whole episode on this on validity and verifying yourself and, um, having gratitude for change. And it's just so important because you cannot continuously compare yourself to your past self because you start to cycle through this unhealthy mindset. And I don't know, it's, it's just one of those things where you have to kind of take a moment and step back and realize, okay, I'm doing what I love. And if you're not doing what you love, change it. Don't do it based on, oh, I don't, I don't want to do this because this might happen. Just change it and go from there and live the life that you want to live. And like the quote said that at the end of the day, if you had no logical thinking and you only thought with your feelings, how would that change your life for you? And obviously we are all going to have to do things that we don't want to do, like pay taxes and work to pay our bills and (laughs) go to school or whatever it may be. But It's all those little things that you do have the choice of doing because everything is a choice. It's just whether or not the outcome of one is better than the other. So you can choose, say you're in middle school and it's against the law not to go to school. You can choose not to go to school. That is a choice that you have. That may in turn cause you to be expelled. That may in turn cause you to get punished by your parents. You might fail a test and have to repeat the grade. It's still a choice that you made. The consequence of it is just 
a lot more severe than if you were to have just gone to school in the first place. So everything that you have is a choice and it's all about weighing the pros and cons. And so that's one of those things where you just have to think logically, but think with your feelings. Think about what's going to make you happy. And I really have a hard time with the word spontaneity because I feel like people who are like, oh, I'm so spontaneous are usually the least spontaneous people. And I know because I used to be very much like that. But you really do just kind of have to be spontaneous in a logical way, if that makes sense. You have to propel all of your actions with what makes you feel good with your feelings, but do them in a way that's going to further benefit you down the road, not just in that very moment as well. So I feel like that's kind of a um, hard balance. And that's something that for me at least is usually rooted when someone asks me, oh, are you happy with this? Or what happened here? I thought you were doing this. You loved that. And then I'm like, oh, I did love that. Why am I not doing that? You just have to ground back to yourself. And when family, when friends, when whoever you're around in the holidays um, kind of bring this back in. And a lot of times they do it without knowing that they're causing this thought spiral for you. But you just have to root back down into you. So kind of going off of that, the holidays are a stressful time. I know a lot of families get in arguments because they're always with each other and people start to get annoyed with each other and everyone's just kind of over and done with it. And if you guys have seen Christmas Vacation, you know what I'm talking about, where your big family gathering comes, you're all excited to have everyone here, but you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm ready to be done. In the quote of um, the mom from Christmas Vacation, she goes, it's Christmas and we're all in misery which obviously is a joking way of saying that, but it is true that during the holidays, everyone gets together and you start to hang out and everything's fun. And then someone says something and things start to rock back and forth. And I don't know, it's different for every family. So I'm not going to talk too much about that, but I feel like sometimes we get our energy focused on the negatives and not so much the positives. And the holidays are such a positive thing, regardless of your religion, regardless of your family situation. It's usually a break. It's a breather. It's a reset. You're starting starting January 1st. It's a brand new year. For this year, it's a brand new decade. Guys, we're finishing 2019. Like We're going into 2020. That's insane. It's, for me, the second decade that I've completed in my lifetime, which is kind of cool. And so it really is just a new start and it's really exciting regardless of where you're at in your life. But like I was saying, a lot of times we tend to focus on the negatives and not so much the positives, which is where I wanted to read to you guys this passage from um, You Are About Us Every Day. And it says, over the course of the average human being's lifetime, an alarming amount of time and energy is focused on thinking about how stupid and considerate, evil, wrong other people are and coming up with ways in which we are so much righter and smarter and then getting on the phone to tell our friends about how stupid and considerate, evil, wrong people are and how much brighter and smarter we are. And it's so on and so forth. Time is a finite commodity. You are on a mission. You understand how precious each little drop of time is. And you ain't got any to spare on low vibe, little craptastic endeavors like bitching and moaning. If someone is working on your last nerve to the point where you're having trouble getting them off your mind, even after you've confronted them, use the fact that they're stuck in your mind to deepen your spiritual practice. View their behavior with this understanding that we are all human, we all have struggles, we all have pain, and we all express ourselves in unique ways. Remember that you often have no idea what other people are going through. And I know that that's something that 
a lot of people say all the time, they'll be like, be kind to everybody, like, the golden rule, treat people the way you want others to be treated, or you want to be treated, or whatever it may be. It's easier said than done, but you really do have to think there's a reason that someone's being rude to you in the grocery store. There's a reason that somebody cut you off. There's a reason that someone maybe isn't having the best day. There's a reason that your aunt made this like little snappy comment at the dinner table over Christmas dinner. There's a reason that your cousin is acting this way. Like it's, there's reasons for all of it. And sometimes keeping that in mind is a good way to kind of level it out and make you think about it in a different light, but sometimes it's not. So continuing off of that, maybe someone is acting like a belligerent asshat in the words of you are about us every day, um, because their spouse just asked them for a divorce and they're broken hearted and they're driving like a maniac because they're rushing their kids to the hospital or they're being flaky and unresponsive because they just discovered that they have some illness that they didn't know about. Giving people the benefit of the doubt is an excellent practice for not taking stuff personally, and it gives you room to focus on more beneficial aspects of your life than on how pissed off you are. So if none of this works and you're still having trouble shaking your irritation, picture the offending party wearing a pancake as a hat. Ha ha. Very funny. But it's very true. It's, It's always more harmful to you it's going to affect you more when you're in these bad moods and when you're um overthinking something you're like oh my gosh that person was so rude to me I can't believe they did that person I guarantee you nine times out of ten one didn't even realize they were rude to you or if they did they're not still thinking about it but you are and it's weighing you down so don't let that weigh you down don't let that be a reason that you have a negative day so you don't have to love everyone or even like everyone But finding compassion is one of the most effective ways to kind of find this peace inside of you and to be able to cope with things. So it's very hard to sit at a dinner table and everyone has different opinions. Everyone comes from different backgrounds. And especially over the holidays, chances are you're not just meeting someone for lunch or for dinner. Chances are you're staying at your grandparents' house or your parents' house and having everyone home. And it's a lot of family time. And so it is important to take that time for yourself to do what's best for you, but also know that everyone is coming from different places and that everyone is very excited to be there, but they're also feeling the same way that you are. And also, as much as you think that you know someone, as much as you think you know your mom, your dad, your sister, brother, aunt, uncle, cousin, best friend, they all have stuff going on in their life that you have no ideas going on. So take that into consideration too. Sometimes people are just having a bad day and they need to take it out on someone they don't even realize they're taking it out on you so that's one of the things is just practice that gratitude practice trying to not necessarily understand what they're going through but understand that they probably are going through something and there is a reason most of the time for them acting a certain way and just finding that sense of gratitude within yourself and that's going to help you further attain huga, especially throughout the holidays So I know that that was a little bit of a shorter episode. I just kind of wanted to sit down and chat with you guys and talk to you about those two specific quotes from You Are About Us every day. Again, if you are interested, shop on Amazon um, or support your local bookstore. It's also a great stocking stuffer for um, Christmas presents or Secret Santas or 
white elephant, like gift exchanges, whatever it may be, to Mountain would recommend. So just to wrap things up a little bit, Emma and I will be back on the podcast next week. We're trying to brainstorm some good ideas for you guys. And we're kind of hitting a lull with that. I have a couple of ideas, but we're trying to space them out. Like we're definitely going to do um, how we feel about New Year's resolutions and what our personal resolutions are, what our personal goals are, what they were last year, if we achieved them. But we don't know if we should do that next week, um, after Christmas, the a couple of days before New Year's, because I think New Year's falls on like a Tuesday or Wednesday this year. So it would be uploading like a day or two before. So just let us know um, on Instagram. Again, that's at Huga Girls Podcast, H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast, all one word. And we just really want to hear your feedback. We're super excited to have the Huga community this Christmas or holiday season, regardless of what holidays you guys celebrate. Um, we aren't going to be doing any of the spiritual, religious, that kind of thing for the holidays just because... Um, I know that everyone does have different beliefs and we don't want to try to impose our beliefs on any of you guys. So we're not going to be doing that. I know we've had a couple of questions on Instagram about that, but we're just going to stick to, um, just kind of open, open conversation, if you will. We can do a spiritual episode with you guys. If you want, we can talk about all the different kinds of being spiritual. So that can be a religion, that can be horoscopes, that can be yoga, that can be just each little ways of practicing, like every little way of practicing a certain spirituality, if you will. And that could actually be really fun to have someone as a special guest on the show to kind of talk to you guys about the different kinds of spirituality. So that's also in the works. So we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Again, it's a little bit of a shorter episode. I just kind of wanted to sit down and chat with you guys. But if you like this episode, rank us five stars, give us a review. It really does help us out to know that you guys are listening and that you enjoy it. Oh, and one more thing. Um, we got our Spotify year in the wraps back for how many of you guys listened on Spotify. And just on Spotify alone, we have 460 new followers, which is absolutely incredible, guys. We just started in September and we are so thankful for the Hookah Girls community and how much it's growing. We can't wait to see it grow in the new year. We have some really exciting things in the works for you guys. And yeah, I just wanted to express my gratitude and say thank you to you guys because it really does mean a whole lot to me and I know it means a lot to Emma as well. So yeah, we'll be back on the show next week. And until then, have a happy holiday season and I'll see you next week. Bye.